Welcome back, pool fans from across the country and around the world. You're listening to American Billiard Radio. My name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host once again this week. And I'll be joined with uh, Mark Cantrell from the Legends and Champions Report. How are you doing today, Mark? Great, thank you, Dad. Great. Good day. Good, good, good. It's uh, September the 18th. 2000 or no september 17th 2015 just getting ahead of myself there a little bit uh and what's going on in the pool world today mr mark well today um who what we go well there's tonight there is uh i i believe it's a jamaica joe's as a challenge match with uh pool action tv yeah 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 uh uh, Johnny Archer and Alex Pagalion. Yep, yep, yep. Um, that should be interesting. That's, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess what day is it? I guess tomorrow they start at uh, is that an eight ball tournament there. Hmm. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. There's another. There's a tournament going on there as well. Uh, and Jamaica Jones are, are really, really good people. They're in uh, Oklahoma City. Ah, okay. Uh, just outside Oklahoma City. I've been there a, a number of times. Uh, Jessica, who's the owner, is a, a real sweetheart, and she's the uh, stepdaughter of Don Owen. Not, not a lot of people know that. Oh, I uh, know that. OBQs. right. Huh, that's interesting. Do you know how did this, yeah. how did that match even come about? Like, why is Archer playing Bag of Lion tonight? I, I, I have I, I've got no clue. I um, I spoke to Johnny yesterday, and he did mention it one time to me. <laughs> so I don't know if it just came up or he was unsure. I'm guessing there's this tournament that's going on for them, and they're gonna. Um, they just said, "Hey, we're going to be there. We're going to be in the same place. Let's do a." A challenge match, but yeah. may, maybe um, Ray Hansen. Yeah, maybe uh, just Ray set it uh, up. Big right. truck. Yeah, uh, it's, he's doing the the streaming for it, so I guess he's going to be doing the streaming for the uh, tournament as well. Yeah. So it's uh, something that you you know uh, you might be able to get it just in time now, depending on what time this show airs tonight. Uh, I think it was set for seven p.m. Right. And that can be 7 p.m. Uh, Central Time. Yes. So, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's uh, going to be too late, but... No, nah, it'll uh, be going Yeah, on. it probably right. just came, came about that way, probably. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, and we also had um, another sort of a, a challenge match just this past week uh, over at uh, Big Dogs in Des Moines uh, in Iowa there. And they had uh, nine ball on one day and one pocket on the next day. Um, and I'll be damned if uh, Scott Frost didn't run through the one pocket field uh, undefeated. Actually, it, uh, Shane Winters and Scott Frost both walked away undefeated from their their fields. I mean, dang, dude, really? Well, I, I mean, they don't, I, I don't know Shane Winters uh, very well. Um, I know the name, but obviously he can play some one pocket. Uh, Scott, obviously, we, we know Scott can play 
one pocket. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I didn't. I really didn't know much about that at all. Uh, I've been. I've been kind of preoccupied. You know, my daughter went to Europe the other day, and uh, <laughs> my laptop broke. Uh, it's just been one thing after another. So I haven't been as as clued in as maybe I could have been. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, that's a and the big dogs, uh, big dogs, uh, uh They've got a great pool community. Uh, I've been there as well several times. Yeah, um, great pool room. Yeah, yeah. Well, pool is strong in the Midwest. That's for sure. There's, you know, uh, the population is not there as far as the the millions, but still strong, still strong out in Iowa, Illinois, uh, Wisconsin, Indiana. It's a lot of pool players out there. So uh, anyway, that was the uh, that was the little stuff. The big stuff that's going on is uh, we got the World Nine Ball going on right now, coming down to the final four um, in Qatar. And I just want to say I've had a chance, like some of the other guys, to to watch a lot of it in the mornings. And wowee, man! That's some unreal nine ball that's going down, and it's down to the final four tomorrow morning, five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning, depending on where you live. Bright and early, they're going to be uh, doing the final, doing the final matches of that. So you're certainly going to be uh, wanting to watch that because Shane is in it. He's one of the final four, but uh, unfortunately for him, two of the co brothers are also in the final four. So. Uh, what do you think about them apples, Mark? Well, the co-brothers are strong. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. I, I don't follow, I don't follow, I've said it, you know, I, 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 the international and the Asian uh, pool scene, I don't really follow that much. But you don't have to really to know who the co-brothers are. Right. You know, they're, it seems like every tournament that they're in, they're both there, both in the finals, both close together. Both, yeah. uh, although I say finals, I'm, t- I'm saying at least like the semifinals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, quarterfinals. Um, they're, they're just really, really strong. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Shane, uh, that's a. I don't want to jinx him, but he's, he needs to get this monkey off his back. And he did well in. Uh, England, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, was it World Pool Masters? I think yeah. it's the World Pool Masters that he won. Yeah, and uh, because he's had this uh, monkey, this mega stigma that he's had, he's had a real hard time winning overseas, and he has got so many accolades and titles behind him. The, you know, obviously, the U.S. Opens to me, U.S. Opens are like World Championships because the field is so strong and, and big. Yeah. Yeah, but um, he hasn't been able to snatch that world world title. Right, right. As of yet. Right. No, I, he I needs don't to... believe. No, uh, and, right. and now he's he's real close. Yeah. But just like any, it's a world championship. It shouldn't be easy. No. You know, I shouldn't be looking and saying, "Oh, well, shit, you he's gonna he's gonna walk away with this." Yeah. No. Because those co brothers are no joke. And then I don't know the other guy. I think his name, believe it or not, his name is Chiching. 
So if he comes up with the money, I'd say that'd be a great uh, catchphrase. <laughs> Ching, you know, for him. But obviously, he ain't no joke either. No. You don't get to the last four in the world handball. Nope, you if, do not. If, if you play average. No, that's right. That's right. You do not. And okay. the level of play at this point is going to be sharp as a needle. I mean, there are there is no room for mistakes. One mistake, you know, literally could could hell. You lose the lag, and you might have just lost the whole set right there. So every single shot, every single stroke of the cue matters. It's going to be really intense. It's really going to be intense. So I might just have to get up early in the in the morning to watch those go down because uh, that's going to be yeah something to see for sure. Especially if you take. Just for anybody who's listening, who the, 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 is why is interested in watching this, there is a link if you go to AZ Billiards, um, azbilliards.com, most people know who they are, and go to the World Nine Ball tab, and there is a link, there's a couple of links, I think, actually, but there's a link that takes you. You get to sign in and create. It's free. But you got to sign in, create a username, right, and that right, kind of thing. Right, right, right. But, and, and, and go in and you can watch. Uh, I think you're going to be able to watch every match, even though the semifinals are going to be played at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you've got an option. I haven't been into it, but I think there's an option that you can watch. You can uh, replay. Either one or, yeah. or both. Right, you can choose between the tables, and you can choose between uh, the replaying of some of the already played matches, too. So you're gonna definitely gonna go in. I mean, really, it's free. You you got you should really watch this. I mean, if not, as soon as you get done doing whatever you're doing, sleeping or working or whatever, go back onto the website and watch the matches played back because uh, this will be some history. If Shane makes you know takes the title, this will be history in the making for him. That'll be his first one. So I think we want to watch it. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I'm sure that, you know, you said the one wrong mistake. At, at this level, I think that everybody's uh, pretty professional and good at keeping their self together, but mm. you've also got, Shiv's got to have that little monkey, in, in a, a little voice in his ear going, <laughs> is it, you know, is this, it, is this the one? Yeah. You know, he's won everything else. World title, world title, world title. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. that's a hell of a lot of pressure, so, too, you know. Hopefully. But that's not to say that the other guys are not feeling pressure either, because I don't think the Cobras have got a world title either. So it is a, it's going to be a big deal for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I might have to try and... What time do you say you got to get up to watch this thing? You know what, I think uh, I saw that it was... The military time, I believe, was 1300 or 1330. Which okay, means so one thirty. That's you know one thirty with the clock, and that's but that's Central Time. What did we? Uh, uh, is that is that Central Time? That's the that's the point. No, is, I is think that's Eastern. I think that is compared to Eastern. Um, Dad, gummit, you know, I know it's early. It's it's like five or six in the morning is what it calculates out to. Just you know, for those listening, just go to the. Uh, the um, World Nine Ball Facebook page or the actual brackets page, and they'll tell you the time, 
and then just do the conversion to your local time. And and trust me, it's early in the morning because they're eight hours ahead of Central Time in the United States. So that's seven hours ahead of East Coast and nine hours ahead of the West Coast. Okay. Or, or ten hours, I should say, ahead of the West Coast. Yeah, that puts me watching it at about three in the morning. No, I think... Uh, I don't know. I, like, I, I'm not going to put put these people to sleep while we're calculating the time zones. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah. There you go. All the information's there to be seen. azbrilliance.com. Right. Look at the world eyeball. You can see where to watch it and yeah. uh, calculate yeah. the times. Right, right. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. It's going to be a, a great pull coming up, too. Oh, and did you hear? Uh, I have to tell you about this. Um, she's probably going to get mad at me for spoiling the surprise on her segment, but uh, a little bit later on in the show, I'm talking to Vivian Villarreal. Uh, she just won the Texas Open, the women's uh, bracket of the Texas Open. And I think she's won it like five times in a row or something crazy. I don't, I don't think it's quite that many, but several. I know that much. She's... Big, yeah. big contender, huge contender down there in the Southwest. But she's holding uh, a, an, a, tur- a tournament again this year. She's done it in the past, but this is sort of like a new incarnation of her event. So it's just Texas, Texas Tornado Open uh, in San Antonio, 8-Ball, 9-Ball. Um, anyway, the cool part is I have to plug her for this because um, they're playing some scotch doubles and... It's like celebrity scotch doubles, Mark. Like you've got pros partnering with pros. And so the scotch double matches are going to be probably the most interesting part of the entire tournament. Vivian is partnering with Efren. Because <laughs> it's Jack and Jill. They're doing, you know what I mean? Uh, Jack and Jill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I think he's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be he's a lot there, of yeah. everybody that's anybody's going to be there. And like I said, they're playing these cool Jack and Jill uh, uh, scotch doubles. I want to see how Ephraim plays with Vivian as a partner. That's insane. I bet you they'll be unstoppable. That's, uh, you know, depending on the guy, I guess, depends on the game they're playing. But. Anyway, I wanted to plug Vivian because her her event's coming up here in a, in, a, in a, another week and a half or so too. So if if you're in the area, anywhere reasonably close to Austin, you guys should go drive out and check it out because it's going to be a lot of fun. So anyway, you say close to Austin or San Antonio? San Antonio, San Antonio. Okay, so you just said Austin. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's. I believe that the name of the, the the venue is something like the Austin Convention Center or something along the, uh, along those lines. So I, I get the names okay. mixed up. It, it, it is in San Antonio. So, yeah, there's your uh, pool for the rest of the month there. That should do you. <laughs> yeah, what is, it? is there anything else going on? Well, um, let me go ahead. Uh, not a lot. I mean, there's, a, there's several of the local... Uh, events going on which uh you know nobody wants to hear about those unless you live right there so um we don't normally go into the stuff that's too small but uh i did want to mention before we go um our sponsors obviously tweeting fiber company 
Um, let's give them that commercial announcer voice and, and do that uh, makers of Master Chalk and a whole host of other accessories for your game made right here in the USA. Ah, do you like that? And i got another sponsor, Mr. Mark. Um, got this cool gentleman that's uh, in Chicago here. Now, this obviously doesn't apply to everybody, but if you live in the Chicagoland Metroplex and the tri-state area, and you like beer, then I have something cool to tell to, to share with you. Mark, do you like beer? I think anybody who knows me knows that the answer to that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I do like my beer. Okay. I'm from England. Come on. All right. Have you ever made beer before? I have made beer before. Okay. And it's uh, it's an experience. It's not easy. No. Uh, I know a lot of people do it for a hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the batch I made, it was a part of the Christmas gift to a, my brother-in-law, and we made it one afternoon. We took all afternoon to do it, figuring it out and whatnot. And then it takes a little bit of time for it to ferment or whatever it does. And you've got to know what you're doing. And you've got to follow those instructions, or you've got to have somebody who knows what they're doing to follow those instructions. Right. Because I had two bottles of it, and I didn't know what day of the week it was. <laughs> it was just it turned out just way too too much. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. yeah, there, there's, your, there's your answer. I, yeah, I've, I've, made, I've made beer. I've never done it since, just because I'm scared of it now. <laughs> I, I have brewed beer. Um, it's a lot of hard work. Uh, you know, uh, it, heck, you know, preparing just to make beer is a lot of work. Uh, I'm sure a lot of, uh, of um, people that are pool players like to drink beer, but I don't think a lot of pool players like to make beer. So I was letting you know that we have this groovy sponsor here in Chicago. His name is Justin Kirsch. He has a company called The Brew Crew. And they actually have a brewery set up that they will bring to you. If you wanted to make some beer or if you wanted to learn how to make beer or let's just say you wanted a private label beer for a a pool tournament or an event or a birthday party or a wedding, you know, something where you could have your own actual Mark Cantrell brand beer, this guy will bring the equipment to your house and in your own driveway or in your own garage he will be there with you and help you brew an entire batch of beer from beginning to end to the bottling of it to the labeling of it and everything. It's a very unique uh, niche that this guy's got coming on. I mean, obviously, he can't travel to just anywhere. But uh, like I said, if you're within a reasonable distance of Chicago and you want to make beer or learn how to make beer or, like I said, make a beer for a special occasion – Give him a call or look him up on Facebook. Uh, his the the name of the company is Brew Crew, the Brew Crew, but you'll find him on Facebook by looking up the Brew Crew Chicago. So go check him out, get a hold of him, and uh, make some beer for your next special occasion. It'll be really awesome. So anyway, that is, that is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that is pretty cool. Um, it's fun. It's fun. I have actually utilized his services know, before. If you got all the equipment and somebody who knows what they're doing, yeah. Yeah. And you can learn from it. Yeah. Seriously, it can be a hobby. Yeah. And you can try different stouts and amber ales and right. things like that. Exactly. Lagers. 
And, you know, there's no end to the possibilities uh, to what you can do and tinker around with it. And you could find, uh, you know, by the time... By the time you figure it out and you've bought all the all the merchandise that purchased what the, the equipment that's needed, it actually could save you a lot of money if you oh, like yeah. to find absolutely. Ale. It's gonna be it's gonna be expensive probably at first, you know, to to get started mm-hmm. and, and learn it. But after that, it'd be it'd be a good way to right. to do things. Well, and that's the niche right there is that there are companies out there, there are brewers out there, breweries that you can purchase. A custom brew made for you. Like if you had Mark's uh, Burger Barn and you wanted to sell Mark's Burger Barn beer, you could contact one of these breweries and say, hey, make me a batch of beer. And they can do that for you, but they require huge amounts of money because you have to pay for an entire batch of beer. That might be 14 gallons of beer at a time. You know, more, especially since it has to be bottled and labeled and everything else. That's why this is a unique niche because, like you said, uh, it's a lot of work for the average guy to not only to do it himself but to have all the equipment to make a decent-sized batch of beer. It, it, that takes a lot. Uh, I mean, you can have some big pots, some condensers and burners and all kinds of the other stuff. So to have somebody bring that ready-made to you, it, that's a pretty significant you know, value, basically, to have a brewery show up at your house and say, okay, let's make beer today. So anyway, you know, not to ramble on about it, but I, it's something that I've never heard of anybody ever doing before. And like I said, I know the guy. I've had him make me beer. I know that he actually makes custom beer for people. People will actually bring him a recipe and say, here, make this, you know, for me. And he, he'll make it. So customize any way you like it, you know, or like you said, just learn how to do it yourself. Have, have him as a tutor and you can do it for yourself uh, after that. So. That's my other sponsorship mention for the day is the Brew Crew Chicago. Look them up if you're interested and tell Justin I said hi. And uh, we are going to get back with you guys right after uh, the one-minute pool instructor. Scott Lee and Randy G and welcome to the one minute pool instructor so this week Randy let's talk about that age-old thing elbow drop versus no elbow drop is it really that big of a deal well I don't know if it's a big deal or not because I don't do it but I sure teach uh, um, every day and and I have my own opinions on it Scott so me too uh, let's hear your opinion and this is an open discussion yeah and Uh, and you know what I mean the, the the bottom line is it's taking a piece of wood and uh, striking a piece of plastic really accurately uh, with some sort of timing and rhythm involved. Well, then, and there's lots of ways to do that. Well then let's, let's, for the audience then, let's preset. There are actually three types of elbow drops. Right. So now I think the common layman only sees the last final thing, all right? That's right. So what would the first elbow drop be, Scott? Well, that would be somebody who initiates involvement with the shoulder uh, before they strike the ball. Wow. Meaning the elbow's dropping before they hit the ball. All right. And the second one would be? Would be at strike. And Uh, And the third one would be after strike. And of the three... Dropping your elbow after you hit the ball does not affect the accuracy between the tip and the cue ball. 
It does, however, complicate the timing of the swing. Yeah, it's a choice, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, whether you drop your over or not. Well, let's go back to the first two. My golly, Scott, wouldn't it take immense timing and athleticism to be at the top of your game all the time to, to drop your elbow before you strike the cue ball? Absolutely. No. And, and uh, that's, again, we, we see these kinds of things, first of all, the common player out there, the perspective is that all pros drop their elbows all the time. Which yeah, they is, probably do afterwards. Well, some, some don't. John Mora oh, no. never drops his elbow, <laughs> ever. Allison Fisher. And you know, uh, one, of the, one of the best young players out there. Uh, we're finding a lot more uh, top pros that are understanding that the elbow drop is a choice, not a necessity. Well, well let's get into it. What are the, the pros and cons of dropping your elbow? Well, number one, timing. Uh, it's, it's certainly a more complex movement to utilize the shoulder. Uh, the shoulder's a ball and socket, so it can steer the cue. <laughs> Both ways, yeah. sideways, upside down. Sideways, yeah. up, down, who knows where. Uh, it's, it's also very difficult for a human to quantify how much strength to hold on to the cue and how much muscle to use to to move the cue through the cue ball one way or another. Yeah, with that shoulder dropper, the elbow drop, I think you're using six different muscle groups to ma manipulate the cue. And it's certainly, a, uh, certainly prone to error. Now, can you learn to utilize it and make it work for you? Of course So you we've can. seen that. I've been beat by many of them. Absolutely. But, but you know, there are people come to me and say, I get more speed if I drop my elbow. And, and that's been proven not to be true. Right. Uh, it's impossible. The dwell time's too quick. Yeah, yeah, the thousands of a second. We've been over that. Yeah. Over well, you know, and, until until uh, Bob Jewett did the Jacksonville experiment. Uh, experiment, the myth was out there for decades that if you used a piston stroke, the tip stayed on the ball longer, and so you got more stuff. Oh, I and, still see and, it taught. Uh, oh, I mean, yes, it's, it's, yeah. there's still I got uh, people pro that, players that, that still believe this yeah. and still teach this. And then, well, once again, old school, new school. Mm -hmm. Well, how about the elbow pin or the non-elbow drop pin? What does that give us? Well, again, if you're if you are swinging the cue uh, off of the, a pinned elbow, the elbow's a hinge, so it has to go backwards and forwards in a straight line. The only reason for it to not go in a straight line is if you grab a hold of the cue too tightly or you engage the shoulder, which again. That would be an can, elbow drop. Yeah, or can shoulder cause movement. all kinds of. Uh, I find the issues. timing much easier with myself. And remember, this is a choice, right? Yeah. Now, you don't have it's to not do a necessity. it. Or, here's my overall opinion on it. If the first two weren't involved, in other words, I don't believe in moving my elbow before I strike it or while I'm trying to strike the cue ball. But if my elbow drops after I hit the cue ball or it doesn't drop after I hit the cue ball, that's my own personal choice. Sure. My choice is I don't want any movement right because it doesn't involve the cue ball anyway and that's what we look at as, as instructors is first of all what do you do without any direction from us it's not our job to come in and deconstruct what somebody does it's our job to help tweak uh, what they do can they do it better that's sure. right can they be more consistent and I think that for players that experience uh, wild swings in in skill play great one week and play crappy the next and they can't figure out why I think that you should take a hard look at how you set up and deliver the cue. And that's why you come to uh, an SPF instructor to get that video analysis and see for yourself.
Do all SPF instructors teach keeping the elbow up? All SPF instructors do, yes. Do all PBI instructors teach that? I don't know what don't all either. PBI instructors no. teach. I just know that SPF instructors certainly do teach yeah, the same. Yeah, we're, we're, on, we're on the same belief that thousands yes. of a second, why do any movement? Uh, that, that is this something more to learn, something more to time, mm -hmm. and then it's non-useful anyway. Right. So. Well, it's, un, it's again, it's a choice. It's unnecessary. Okay. There's still going to be those people out there that insist that you have to drop your elbow to, to make certain things happen with a cue ball, but it's just not true. No, it's not true. Uh, physics show us that. But it's, they certainly. Uh, well, all right. So, so I guess we're. I'm a KISS guy. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Me too. God, it's so easy to teach the pendulum swing. It is. You know, I, I, I've tried years ago to teach the uh, the, uh, the, the piston swing. Yeah. And I could never get the muscles operating properly. Well, and the, and the real issue is it has the same beginning as a pendulum stroke, but it doesn't have an end. Right. Oh, right. The, the, oh, right. the stroke may end wherever. Yeah, at least with, with a pendulum stroke has a beginning yeah, and an end. It's yeah, always S the same. SPF is, is okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I don't like to drop my elbow, and I don't like to teach it. But you want to know something to each their own. Well, when I get a student that has elbow drop, the first thing I'll do is I'll make a case for why simpler is better. But ultimately, I'm going to let them choose. Yeah, well, we let all our students choose. Want to change? But you got to make a case for simple. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and because simple under pressure could prove a, a very good for you. Well, you, you know what we try to teach? I try to teach to, for my students for their default stroke to become their fast and loose or dead stroke. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Same our here. goal. Yeah. My default stroke is my under pressure stroke. Amen. Yeah, so I never have to worry about it. All right, well, enough about that. I, hopefully we've put that to bed this well, time. Well, never, never. <laughs> but I Probably mean, not. I'm always willing to discuss it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We're open-minded if nothing else. All right, for the One Minute Pool Instructor, I'm Scott Lee. Randy G. And we'll see you next week when we're going to talk about new equipment out there. All right, welcome back, everybody. And I am talking with uh, Vivian Villarreal out, uh, out of San Antonio, Texas. How are you doing today, uh, Vivian? Oh, it's been really, really crazy. It's uh, getting ready for my upcoming event, so it's, yeah. it's uh, exciting, crazy, nervous, but it, it's it's good. Good, good, good. Well, busy is good. You know, usually it, it's a good thing. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it's, it's a good kind of problem. Speaking of busy, you were just busy at the uh, at the Texas Open. Uh, I understand you took the the women's title over there again. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, actually I think for the third year or fourth year i didn't make it the other i think melissa was there and i couldn't make it so yeah for the third year and then i uh scott won the men's i won the women's and then uh i usually play with the men but i just didn't have too much time but i played scotch doubles with david henson which uh he's been my partner forever and we played really really good together we went undefeated actually oh wow <laughs> yeah awesome we played against skyler and me yeah we played against skyler and me and there wow. were some other good uh, uh, Scotch Doubles partners. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's cool. That's cool. Scotch Doubles is not, you know, that's a that's a tricky game, you know. It's, it, it it's you know, you, you have the whole thing with jiving with your partner. You know, that's, I guess, is what it boils down to. You know, that's a, that's a tricky game to play. Well, 
Well, you can't have husband and wife because it seems like they argue all the time. But <laughs> yes, you're right, and it's true. But you're right. Uh, you have to, you know, when you have two top pro players, you know, uh, playing at, a, at at that level. Yeah. There's really, there's really no. I'm not talking about David, but like you know, period. Like like with me, which I'm really happy because it's a childhood dream of mine. Uh, even though Efren is has been a friend of mine forever, and uh, you know, but. Everybody has always said for so many years, you know, who would be your Scotch doubles partner? Who would be your Scotch? And I said, Efren. <laughs> so sure enough, I'm I'm very blessed that he's going to be my Scotch doubles partner here at my event. So awesome. usually when you're that, you know, yeah, at that level, you really don't talk. You just shoot and make the pocket, you know, make the balls, yeah. and that's it. You know, yeah. yeah. Wow, you're partnering up with Efren. That's that's epic. Really, it is. Oh my God. You don't even know, David. You don't even know <laughs> the, the Scotch doubles partners. Let me tell you. Okay. Well, let me tell you, it's going to be like Jeanette Lee and Warren Kemko. It's going to be uh, Allison Fisher, and she's playing with Nika. Uh, there you uh, go. Yeah. Thorsten, yeah, and Helena's playing with uh, Johnny Archer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Monica Webb is playing with Carla Beato. I mean, I have such such strong strong uh, uh, Scotch Hills partners. I it's never been done. Wow! So it's going to be a blast. You know, and we're all playing on bar tables. That's even the better part about the whole thing. Oh wow! <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a riot. That's going to be a riot. Oh, my God. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun. That sounds cool. Okay, so now you're talking about uh, the event that you have coming up, right, at the Tornado, Texas Tornado event. Well, yes, what I decided, you know, I got inducted in the the Hall of Fame this year, uh, and I decided that I wanted wanted to have, you know, celebration just to have a tournament over here. Sure. You know, it started small. I, I saw the guys in Portland. I saw, you know, Shane and Johnny, I mean, uh, Rodney and Scott. I said, hey, if I've got an event, would y'all come? They're like, oh, yeah, we come. Excuse awesome. my language. But anyway, that's what they said. But anyway, so <laughs> I was like, okay. So it just started out to be something small. Now it's gotten so big that everybody in the world is coming. I mean, you have everybody of who's who that's coming. That's but I'm awesome. having four events in five days, which is a nine ball, the women's event, Scotch doubles, which is Jack and Jill, and the men's open. Wow! So we're all playing in all the events, and uh, September the thirtieth, October fourth. Uh-huh. You can uh-huh. also watch it on pay per view. Okay. Uh, we have it on pay per view. You can go to the tornadoopen dot com, and you can watch it. And I have four live streaming tables. I don't have one. Excellent. I think I think David, I'm I'm gonna I'm I think it's gonna be new. I'm gonna open up. A new thing of, of billiards, I think. You know, I told everybody I was going to change pool, and they said, if anybody could do it, you can. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to happen. I'm going to change pool. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It sounds like a riot. Now, you know, I saw that you were calling this the first. What's the difference? And I know that you were doing an event before last year. What's the difference between the two? Well, last year, I did it uh, for a friend of mine, but that was in the gallon. So okay. that one back there, she, they had did, it, it was at Easy 8, and they asked me for a favor, and I said, yeah, let's just put a small one on, and, and we did, and that was only 10000 added. This one, that was the, uh, the first annual Texas Tornado Open. Right. So that's why I did it different, and I named it different, because okay. it wasn't really the same, right. and that's why I just named this one the first annual Tornado Open. Okay, okay. So that's what happened, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. I just remember you had been doing it an event before, and then... Uh, you know, all of a sudden, this one's being called the first, and I thought, well, that's weird, you know, because I thought she already yeah. did that, but, no, that's No, fine. no, well, the first one, they asked me for a favor, so I did that, and I wasn't, 
they just said, you know, can you put a tournament together? And I was like, well, yeah, if you want me to. The second one at Clicks, I did one at Clicks, and then the manager there, Vanjie, just said, hey, Viv, we have 30 days. Can you put one together? And it was a small one, 64 men, 32 women, and I had it on live stream. I said, yeah. And then this one I just decided, and it's just grown, David. It, it went from 10,000 square feet to 15,000 square feet. Now I have a venue that's 30,000 square feet. Excellent. Yeah, so, uh, awesome. and I got some, some great supporters. I got some great sponsors. You know, it's been a blessing. I've raised every penny of, of all this money. You know, I went to Florida. I went to Oklahoma, California, mm-hmm. Las Vegas. I went everywhere, and I got some really good sponsors, which... Excellent. And you know, as well as I do, without the sponsors, it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be possible. Right, right. Absolutely so. true. Absolutely true. Now, and that's the hardest part of doing, putting the events together, really, is if you're if you're in the position to have to solicit the sponsors or go looking for the funding, that's that's a hill to climb all by itself. Oh my God! Well, you know, I've had you know, I was sponsored with the tribe for ten years, so that's you know, that they're like my family, so that's been truly a blessing. Mm-hmm. So you know, it was important for me to have the Hard Rock logo on there. So have the Hard Rock, and then it was just kind of like they introduced me to Tom Benson Chevrolet. My aunt wanted to go buy a car, and they introduced me to this <laughs> gentleman, and it, and it went from there. And I don't know if you know who Tom Benson is. He owns, like, uh, the New Orleans Saints, the NFL team, and uh-huh, uh-huh. the Pelicans. Uh, so he has a bunch of uh, car dealerships over here, Chevrolet dealerships. So, oh, and it's been truly that. a blessing. It turned out to be a personal sponsorship. And then, you know, I have Pete's Billiards, um, Jab Laboratories on the wire, and then I have Amorada Tequila. Uh, that's been a blessing, and I think I'm the first uh, billiard player to have a. a, a I'm the uh, the brand ambassador wow. of the tequila, which is like a sponsorship. Yeah, Yay. it's been truly, truly a blessing. Yay. Yeah, it's, but it's but it's been hard though, David. I mean, traveling everywhere and getting the funding, but yeah, you know when you're you, you're passionate about yeah, if you're passionate about something and something you want to do. You know, and I'm I'm a very determined person. I, you know, I'm I know not going to fail. Mean. You know, yes, yes. yep. Yeah. And, so, and, that, it, and that's what it takes, though. That's what it takes. That's the difference between the the people out there that dream of having a tournament and the people that actually do it. You know, they. You know, you have to commit to all that work that goes into it. So, uh, props to you. Props thank to you. you. And a lot of people don't. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that. I mean, I got a really nice sponsorship you know, uh, package and my, my packages weren't cheap, you know, and, yeah. but I offer them a lot, you know, a lot of exposure, you know, sure, you, you sure. get to have your logo on the TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, but it is, it, it is a lot of, of work. A lot of people don't realize how much work it goes right, into it. Right. Uh, well, and it helps and, too. But it's gonna be, Sorry, I'll, go ahead. Yeah. No, no. And, and it's, it's just been a blessing for me. And, and it's, it's, it's kind of, a. uh, I didn't think that. I said, oh, I don't know how much I'm going to raise. Let me see how much I can raise. And it went from this to this to this, and it just started getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah. So, Well, what I was going to say is that uh, it certainly helps that the the pool scene is alive and well and in Texas. There's always – I grew up down there, I, ha- I have to confess, down by the Gulf Coast. And, uh, I mean – I can't remember a time that there ever what that there wasn't ever a strong pool scene in Texas. So you guys are blessed to have that part of the country, you know, working in your favor, as you know, as opposed to being out in 
the middle of a cornfield in Nebraska or something, you know, at least <laughs> you're surrounded by pool fans, you know, that's good. Right. And, you know, and then I, I tell everybody, I said, wow, I can't believe everybody's coming. And they're like, well, they're because they love you. And I was like, oh, it's because they love you. And that's the reason why. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh. And then uh, Efren's like, are you sure you're not going to trade me for another partner? I said, no, I'm not going to trade you for another partner. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's been truly a blessing. You know, they're all my friends, they're all my colleagues. You know, I grew up with all of them. And, and it's something, you know, and, and next year it can only get bigger. So my goal will next year, maybe I can get 20, 20, 20, 20,000 added in each one. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, uh, oh yeah. And I know I can, if I had the determination like I do now, it, it, it'll happen, you know? Sure. Uh, sure. but I, 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 I've done this, uh, you know, raising the money. Of course I have Linda who is a tournament director and it's helped me, you know, I have 84 VIP seats and they sold out, Wow. sold out, you know, cause yeah. Cause you, you're going to have where the filming is at and the four major tables. Mm-hmm. I sold out right away. Awesome. And then people are upset because now they're calling. I've been promoting this for, I don't know how many months and people are like, Oh, you don't have any more left. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, it teaches you a lesson not to be a procrastinator. That's right. Yeah, I thought, oh, <laughs> you know, but it's true. Everybody waits the last minute. They do. The last minute. I don't they get do. it. They do. Especially you know, in pool. Yeah, especially in pool. They all do the same thing. They all wait to the, last, to the last minute to get on board with everything. No, that's awesome, though. I, I, I'm excited for you to, to be able to do it. Now, where is it? The, the venue again? Where is it being held? It's, it's in San Antonio, and it's called the Austin Event Center. It's 1948 Austin Highway. Okay. If people want to know uh, any information, they can go to the Tornado open.com okay. on facebook it's uh it's the tornado open and then on az billiards on the main forum just look for the first annual tornado open mm-hmm. on the u.s tournaments everything's there also all the information the players list is on there my fan page you know vivian villarreal all that information's on there you know and my personal fan pa- uh personal facebook so it's it's all over the place okay. and we've done a lot of great pr pr stuff so and then guy young you know, she's my best friend. You know, we roomed <laughs> together for probably 11 years now. And I said, you know, because, you know, my close friends, I call them babe. I'm like, babe, you have to come. She goes, okay, okay, okay. I said, I'm never going to forgive you. She's like, okay, okay. <laughs> and she's so funny because, you know, she just won the China Open. She's playing beautiful. Wow. And she goes, babe, we're going to play. She goes, we're going to play in a bar table. And I said, yes. And then she's like, you know nobody's going to miss. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It was twice. She said it. She was so serious. She's like, you know, you know nobody's going to miss. Nobody's going to miss. Right. <laughs> They're going to be running around. And I said, you're right. right. I said, right, baby. I said, we got to break and run out. She said, you know nobody's going to miss. Yeah. Oh, my God. I couldn't stop laughing when she said that. No, oh, that's too funny. But it, Yeah, yeah. No, but it's, it's been truly a blessing, though. It really has. And that's where it's going to be at in San Antonio. So, Allison and Jeanette and Helena. Yeah. I said, hey, y'all need to come down here and support me. They're like, okay, Jennifer, Bretta, Emily. Sarah awesome. Miller, they're all going to come down. Awesome. So, that sounds like a blast. Yeah. It really does. I wish you, I wish you guys weren't so dead gum far away. I'd come down there and join you, but uh, I, it's just a little bit of a commute, so I, you know, can't really do that. But it's okay though, because I'm sure you guys are going to have a blast doing it. Gonna, yes, and you're going to get to see it on on the, on the pay per view if you yeah. want to see it on the pay per view. There you go. And you never know. Maybe maybe my goal is to have you know. 
my I see a vision that I, you know maybe I might have one in California, one in New York, one in Florida. There you go. You know, and maybe I can have you know, and just little by little. But it is a lot of work. A lot of people don't realize it's a lot of work, David. A lot it of is, work. It is. It is. It is. It is. I have contemplated uh, going into the promotions business on numerous occasions, and I I just can't pull the trigger quite yet because I know what the you know the the size of commitment that is, you know, is enormous to do it the right way. And so it's a pretty big undertaking. It absolutely is. So I want to make sure and wish you the best of luck with that. Um, have you been watching the uh, World Nine Ball at all? Well, some of the guys, actually, DeShane texts me. He goes, babe, I want to go to your tournament. And I'm like, okay, well, kick some butt over there. So I know that he made it in the final 32. Yeah. And then... And then, and then I know that uh, Darren Appleton did too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been watching. I haven't watched it because I've been so busy. Right. But you know, I love watching the guys play. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, it's down uh, to the Cole brothers and Shane and oh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Carla Beato. I know Carla Beato's in it too. Well, they were, but uh, but we're down to the final four as of a couple of hours ago. So uh, oh, a final four. Okay, who's yeah. the final four now? That's why I'm. I was trying it? to think. It's Shane. Shane is in, uh, and it's the Co Brothers and one other guy. Um, I can't remember his name right now. I want to say he, uh, an Asian guy. I want to say yeah. I think he's from China, Taipei, maybe. Uh oh, darn it. Now you are going to make fun of me for Ken. No, no, but I know, right? So the only one right now that we know from the U.S. is Shane. Yeah, he's the only one of the, uh, the all all the other three are from Asia, I believe. I think that Shane's the only one left. Wow. And he's an American. So uh, he, with, wow. tomorrow it's going to go down hot and heavy uh, with these guys. So, uh, wow, I'm going to have to watch it. I, would, I, I love to watch that, so I need to watch it. Wow, that's awesome. It's going to be on. That's so cool. Yeah, the early matches are really early in the morning. Um, uh, I want to say 5 or 6 Central Time. Yeah, because we're like 14 hours ahead in Asia. Are, are there, uh, yeah, we're ahead and they're behind. So. They are, they are, uh, uh, Qatar, I think, is eight hours ahead of Central Time. So, oh, okay, eight hours. So if, um, well, like I, I looked it up, I want to say it's about five or six in the morning is when the matches commence. Uh, and th- so that'll be the semifinals. And then uh, I want to say, what time is it at, um, uh, we looked it up too. It was like nine or ten a.m. is when the final final awesome. actually takes place, and that's tomorrow. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm gonna watch it if I can't. I mean, I get up early. I just haven't had a chance to watch it, but I'm sure. gonna watch it. Well, cool. Yeah, it's and cool, it's cool. a free stream too. So there uh, and and if they do it like they've been doing it in the past, you can they'll have multiple cameras on multiple tables at the same time, so you'll be able to watch. You can click back and forth basically between either table if you wanted to watch one or the other. So it's, it'll be it'll be cool. good. And that's how, and that's what's going to happen with mine. I have awesome. four tables, so you can click whatever table that you want to you want to watch. So Excellent. it's going to be pretty cool. Excellent. So you are playing that, and now yeah. are you are you said you're playing on bar boxes? Are there any special rules or anything weird that's going to be different about the about the the way the tournament goes out? 
No, no. It's basically just regular bar boxes. Uh, no magic whack. Alternate break. Races to seven. Okay. Uh, and, you know, playing nine ball and ten ball. It's just, you know, the two ball will be, you know, racked in the back for nine ball. And on the ten ball, the two and the three in the corners. Okay. And, you know, if you rack your own, you know, the nine or the ten doesn't count in the bottom two corners. So it's just regular rules. Okay. But I just don't like the magic rack, you know. Everybody has it down, you know, soft breaking. You know, part of nine ball and ten ball, you got to knock the crap out of those balls. You know, that's part of, of, of the game. Yeah. Yeah. You want to mix you them know, up. So. <laughs> you want to scramble the, yep. the, the mix there. So, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I think we covered just about everything. Um like I said, you know, I, I guess we'll just w wish you the best of luck with everything and, and hope that it goes smoothly for you and that you guys have a lot Thank of fun. Thank you, David. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have I'm gonna have another one. So it'll, it'll be an annual event. But just to let all the everybody know, you know, to, to go into the pay-per-view, just go into the tornadoopen.com and you can uh, look at all the information there and, right. and see what days, you know. But it's September 30th. October 4th and you know everybody of who's who is going to be there so it's going to be a lot of fun Excellent. especially the scotch double teams it's going to be strong so yeah. but I appreciate your time though hey thank you I appreciate your time and uh, you have a, a rest uh, a great rest of the day okay thank you so much yep. yeah have a good day all right talk to you soon all right bye-bye <laughs>